a couple of clients that um, were still working, you know, into their uh, late seventies and said, you know, what? I'm getting a little tired, but I, I want to have a way of being able to slow down or even retire and quit. And so having the extra funds from the reverse allowed them now to be able to quit and not worry about having, uh, you know, running out of money uh, once they do stop working. Welcome back. My name is Ryan Fernandez, and this is The Leverage Linguist. Today, I have a very special guest, a really good colleague of mine. Um, I have Russell Doy, who is from Mutual of Omaha. So a little bit about Russell. Um, he's based here in the Bay Area. Um, he has his family, loves to go fishing. Definitely got to ask him about that. And he is a lending specialist when it comes to reverse mortgages. He's been in the lending industry for a very long time, very passionate about what he does and um, make sure to sit down and explain you know, exactly what it is that you have a question about when it comes to reverse mortgages. Um, so Russell, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and uh, you know, how you help people when it comes to lending. Well, thank you, Ryan, and I really appreciate you having me on this podcast. Um, I think it's a great opportunity to uh, be able to tell the people out there uh, what a reverse is all about. Um, how I got into the business is uh, been in this uh, mortgage business for about 30 plus years now. And about 10 years ago, um, I was wondering if there is something else I could do to really contribute to society. And what I was doing at the time was doing a lot of volunteer work in the senior community. Um, Meals on Wheels type of thing. I was on the board of directors of a senior center. Uh, they also had an assisted living uh, facility. And um, I wanted to get somewhere in that community to be able to help them. And a friend of mine was doing reverse mortgages at that time. And um, I had a lot of questions about it, just like everybody else does. And as I looked into it, I, I realized that, um, uh, especially the FHA version of reverse, HUD has really done a fantastic job in transforming this vehicle into a very safe um, uh, resource for seniors or older people to use uh, in order to uh, have a quality of life and retirement. So this was a way I, I discovered that I could contribute back to the senior community by provide, providing um, a financial resource that helps turn their lives around. And so it was a perfect way of me marrying uh, my skill in mortgages, all the years of experience with uh, this, really this passion for helping out seniors. That's how I ended up getting into reverse mortgages. Got it. So it was a, col it was a colleague that you already knew that uh -huh. well, was already in the industry. And so tell me prior then to doing the reverse mortgages, you said you were also in lending. Was it a traditional mortgage that you were doing? Um, was it another form? Yeah, I did. Um, I got into the business uh, doing private money lending. Um, that was very interesting. But then eventually I got into uh, conventional lending. Um, so I was helping people uh, buy homes, uh, by uh, helping them finance the home. Um, I was working with uh, new home builders um, and helping folks into new developments uh, by financing their homes. Um, and then eventually made my way, as I mentioned, into uh, reverse mortgages. Sure. So I, I think that really helps them by, by seeing how the industry is uh, when it comes to traditional mortgages, also um, hard money or private equity lending. And then the reverse mortgage. Do you think that's helped you 
have a different perspective when you're talking about reverse mortgages to your clients? Yeah, I think it's important not to be in just one singular uh, uh, part of an industry. I think you need to have a well-rounded background. I think having uh, both the private money lending background, the conventional lending background, whether it was FHA or Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, um, and even portfolio type lending, uh, all of that really helps me because when I sit down with my client, I have that broader perspective to be able to really uh, decide, uh, help them decide actually, uh, if uh, something like what I offer now is the best vehicle for them uh, in their situation. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And, um, you know, most people have probably heard of the term reverse mortgage in, in the past. They're more familiar, though, with the traditional forms of lending, going to their own personal bank or credit union. Um, even me, personally, I, I've also been in the lending industry on the consumer side, a little bit of small business lending. I've heard of reverse mortgage, and just immediately there's a connotation of a negative sort of uh, impression about it. So what, what can you say in the last... I don't know, maybe even just the last three years um, mm -hmm. that the perspective of or perception of reverse mortgages has completely changed. Yeah, that's that's a really good observation. It does uh, have a negative stigma to it. I think people are even afraid of it. Uh, oftentimes, if you uh, if somebody were to ask their neighbor or family member, especially if it's your own adult kids, um, what do you think about reverse mortgages? Uh, their first response is no, don't do it. You know, it's something, you know, you want to stay away from and it's negative. And then what I always tell people when they get that response is ask that person, uh, what is it specifically that you've heard that is negative about uh, reverse mortgages? Oftentimes they'll say, I don't know, I just heard it's bad. And to me, that's really not a, a good response. It's, it, it means that they haven't done their, their own research. And so what I ask people to do is just educate themselves, you know, find out more about it, see what kind of safeguards have been built in. Um, and uh, HUD, being who HUD is, really wants to protect seniors, really wants to make sure that seniors are not going to lose their homes. Reverse mortgage really is a financial tool that older homeowners can use to safely convert uh, the trapped equity, home equity in, in their homes. Um, and turn that into usable cash. So it's a mortgage on the property, like any other mortgage, uh, but it has unique uh, the unique feature of being able to defer repayment until uh, you move out or you pass away. At that point, you or your heirs or beneficiaries uh, would basically just pay off the loan balance at that time. It's as simple as that. Okay. And it, it sounds like, um, you know, when, when you mentioned equity in California, right, where, um, where we're located at, lots of equity, um, mm -hmm. as in other states as well. But I think even especially in the Bay Area, that's even right. a more niche location. Yeah. Um, so is anyone that has equity in their home eligible for this? Or is there a certain age or, you know, what, how does that work? Yeah, so there, there are some requirements. Um, uh, qualifications uh, to get a reverse mortgage. And yes, in, in the Bay Area where, where I live, um, uh, there's a tremendous amount of home equity just trapped and available, but there's really no way of pulling it out unless you put a mortgage on the property. So 
Um, people could choose to put a conventional mortgage on the property and make payments, or they can choose this other uh, unique uh, financial uh, uh, vehicle called reverse mortgage and not have to worry about making payments. So uh, you do have to be, um, for the FHA program, 62 years of age. Uh, I do have a proprietary uh, reverse mortgage, and you could be um, as young as 55. Um, and the requirements are similar between the two. Um, there is what they call a financial assessment, uh, which is much easier, I found, when you compare it to uh, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac or conventional type loans. It's easier to qualify for. Uh, than Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. In fact, typically if somebody has social security, um, uh, not a lot of debt in terms of uh, consumer debt, uh, revolving debt, uh, they're pretty easy to, it's pretty easy for them to qualify. Um, and we also look at uh, credit history, not necessarily credit scores, okay? So we wanna make sure that somebody has um, um, uh, the willingness to repay debt is really what they're looking at. So they'll make sure that if there's late payments, you have an explanation of what caused it. Uh, now, if somebody doesn't have the income or the, or let's put it this way, if somebody doesn't have the credit history that they can explain, let's say some derogatory uh, uh, problems that happened in the past, it doesn't mean that they can't get a reverse. So we have to set aside out of the proceeds a portion to go towards paying property taxes and insurance on those clients' behalf. Uh, and at, uh, if, they're, if the client is willing to accept that, then we're able to uh, provide them a reverse mortgage. So there are ways around it if you don't quite fit uh, the mold that they're looking for, you know, the perfect mold. Sure. So you mentioned credit, right? And that's I think after someone's initially interested in a certain lending product, that's the kind of the first um, hurdle in their own mind is, oh, I, you know, my credit. It's and usually, you know, um, seniors they're not interested for the most part in building credit, right? Because their time horizon is already short. So, um, you know, what can you say to those who are saying, oh, I got bad credit. There's some things on there. You know, I put my I co-sign on the loan for my son mm -hmm. and, you know, something yep. happened. All of a sudden it's on, it's on me. Yeah. Again, there's ways around qualifying. Uh, if, if for instance, you're willing to accept a set aside of property taxes and insurance, it's kind of like an impound account on a conventional loan. So uh, you're allowing the loan servicing company to pay property taxes and insurance on your behalf over what they call an expected lifespan. So um, that allows somebody, even with bad credit, that can't explain to be able to uh, qualify for this. Um, uh, I, I forgot to say that um, uh, usually the amount of loan that gets lent is probably between 35 to 50% of the value of the home. So they're not going to lend... 100% or 80% like they would with um, conventional lending or certain types of lending, but it's usually 35, 50%. And if you have a mortgage on the property, uh, it's okay. We just have to pay off that balance. And then the rest uh, would be equity that we can give to you in the form of, um, in most cases, a line of credit. And we could, we could talk about those details as well and how a reverse mortgage line of credit is so much more unique and beneficial, I think, in some ways than a traditional 
line of credit you would get at a bank. Okay. So tell me about some situations then where um, what would um, your your clients use the the funds typically for? Is it for repairs, for purchases, you know, just for general spending? The answer is yes to all of the above. You can use the money for any purpose. Right. Um, uh, in, in many cases, I have clients who, yes, are using a reverse um, to improve their property, maybe make it easier to get around in the ho- in the home as they age, put up grab bars, um, widen mobility, right? Yeah, those kinds of things. Um, or maybe it's just um, a matter of uh, improving it so they they like. Um, uh, maybe they wanted to to add a um, an accessory dwelling unit um, in the in the backyard, or or maybe they wanted to just uh, paint the home. Um, I, I'm thinking, for instance, of uh, remodeling a bathroom, and just the fact that you know I'll have a, a much nicer bathroom to go into and use. Um, those kind of things um, people are doing all the time. Uh, I also have clients who are using it for in-home care, uh, very very expensive. But instead of selling and moving to assisted living, an alternative would be to stay in the home long term and then just hire somebody to come in and, and, and you need the means to pay for, for that person. The reverse allows uh, somebody to pay for in-home care. Uh, but yeah, lots of different reasons. I think some people just want to have it as a buffer too, in case the roof leaks, now they can repair it. The car breaks down, now they can oh, yeah. uh, either repair or get a new one. So there's some practical things that people uh, want to have this reverse in their back pocket to be able to use. Sure. So can you tell me about um, a client that you're working on right now? Are are there any unique situations or ones that often come up? Yeah, uh, let me see. Uh, I think uh, I do have a lot of clients who are using funds. Let's say somebody has parents, older parents who have a home. It's uh, paid off and they start to need care. And instead of the adult children saying, I'm going to pull money out of my, out of my own pocket. Um, I mean, it'd be great if you have kids willing to do that for you. Right. But instead of that, then allowing the, the, or utilizing the, um, parents home, put a reverse on it and be able to pull money out to maybe take care of the, the parent and pay for the in-home care. So I have a lot of clients like that. Uh, sometimes if, um, the parent has lost capacity, but uh, one of the children have um, power of attorney. They can work on behalf right. of the parent to be able to um, to get the reverse um, in the parent's name, and then use that money um, to benefit the parent in terms of care or any other needs, fixing up the house again, those kinds of things. But yeah, lots of lots of different. Uh, things. Uh, there was a couple of clients that um, were still working, you know, into their uh, late 70s and said, you know, what? I'm getting a little tired, but I, I want to have a way of being able to slow down or even retire and quit. And so having the extra funds from the reverse allowed them now to be able to quit and not worry about having, uh, you know, running out of money uh, once they do stop working. So I've got okay. I re- I really like that last example that you provided yeah. because it's yeah. a really creative solution um, that I think is very niche to reverse mortgages, and you yeah. can't really necessarily do that in the traditional mortgage, right? Right. It, it's not something that you can use the equity in your home 
to help you either ease into retirement or just like you said, provide a buffer. So I think that's, that's a really great tool yeah. um, in certain circumstances, right? And like you said, it has to fit, it has to fit yeah. for their situation. It doesn't yeah. apply to everyone. Right. Um, so as far as the property then is concerned, you know, with um, the homes being just really valuable in California, mm -hmm. what happens when the parent passes? Does it go, does the bank just, just take it away or, you know, how, how does that work? Yeah. Uh, nice thing about a reverse mortgage is you never lose title to the home. So that's always a big question. Is a, is a lender going to get the house, you know, uh, at any time or when I die? And the answer is uh, not necessarily. I guess if uh, the requirements of keeping the reverse mortgage in place is that you occupy the home as your primary residence, uh, you maintain the home, so you want to keep it safe, um, do necessary repairs to keep it safe, and then pay your property taxes, insurance, and if it's a condo or planning and development, pay your homeowner's dues on time. Okay, so if you don't do that, then yes, the lender can foreclose on the property, uh, just like they would if you don't make mortgage payments on a traditional mortgage. Okay, got it. But uh, as long as you maintain those those requirements, um, and typically you have to pay property taxes, insurance, homeowners dues anyway, right? So it's nothing any unique or it's not unique or different. Um, as long as you do those things, um, uh, the lender is going to allow you to stay in your house indefinitely and not have to make mortgage payments. Uh, once you pass away, then the beneficiaries or heirs um, have a choice. So they can either sell the house, pay off whatever the balance is of the reverse at that time, and keep the profit uh, that's left over, you know, after you pay your realtor uh, commission and fix up costs and transfer taxes and whatnot. Uh, it does, the profit doesn't go to the lender. You don't even share that with the lender. The lender just gets the amount they've borrowed, uh, the, the, the senior has borrowed, and any accrued interest and mortgage insurance that's on the property if, if that's part of the FHA program that they're, that they're doing. Um, the, the heirs can also decide, oh, I don't want to sell the property. I want to keep it. So in which case, in most cases, the heir, um, uh, the son or daughter, would um, uh, refinance the property in their name, pay off the balance again, and then they're good to go. Got it. Okay. Okay. I think that's that's a that's a big question that a lot of people have. Is oh, you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> it's no yeah. no one in the family. It doesn't pass on. And it goes it goes straight to the bank. So thank you for clarifying that that yeah. question. Yeah. Um, what about in the cases of seniors looking to downsize or potentially um, not just downsize to another home, but to sell all together and then, you know, go into an apartment instead. Like how, how would a reverse yeah. mortgage help in that situation? Yeah. So there's no restriction on selling your house. So you can sell it anytime. And then there's no prepayment penalty. So again, you sell your house, you're just paying off the balance that's owed at that time. Um, and every month you get a monthly statement, so you know exactly how much that amount is. Um, and, um, so you could sell the property and then take the proceeds. And then now you have your down payment to put on the next property. And the, the, the great news is that you can actually use a reverse mortgage to purchase property too. So typically you're putting about 60% down in order to utilize this, uh, reverse mortgage to buy. Um, but you put 60% down. 
and you're financing 40% with the reverse, and then you have all the benefits of reverse in that you don't have to make a mortgage payment. Um, the nice thing is also you're, you're not paying all cash. So that 40% is now money that you've kept maybe in your uh, portfolio to be part of your retirement instead of having it trapped in the house. So it's kind of a win-win. Um, it allows some people actually to buy more house because let's say they can't pay cash based on what they pulled out of their current residence, the sale of their current residence, but they have enough to put 60% and then the 40% added to it is enough to give them uh, more house to buy. And, and in today's inflated home value uh, price environment, uh, it's important to have as much, you know, available to them as possible. So this allows you a, a way of leveraging your way into a, a more expensive house. Wow. Okay. I, again, another, another unique and very creative way to add more value yeah. to a reverse mortgage. And, and I think you do a great job in, you know, helping the clients see that. Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of questions to something as an, a niche product like this and yeah. you know, initially has gotten a lot of stigma, but um, it's refreshing to hear someone who really believes in, in this particular product mm -hmm. and that can explain it in a way that's not salesy, right? Because people pick that up immediately, <laughs> <laughs> right? Have, have you come yeah. across, um, have you come across where some seniors or clients or prospects of yours have either, again, heard those negative things in the past and they're really not upfront in the be beginning because they don't know what to expect or they might feel like a, a sales push is, you know, going to start to happen. Yeah. I, I think anytime they call me, you have to uh, really establish rapport and then build trust. Uh, and that takes time. So in this end of the business, especially, you have to um, answer all the questions. You have to ask uh, good questions as well. Uh, delve into the past, delve, uh, delve into the present, delve into the future, what they expect, and, and really kind of figure out, uh, is this program the best one for them? Or maybe they're better off selling their house and downsizing or moving closer to family uh, in a different state. Uh, or, or maybe, um, uh, uh, I mean, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Reverse mortgage really is not something you want to use uh, for kind of a short-term uh, sort of benefit. It's really somebody who wants to stay in their house long-term, who wants to stay in their house five years or more, or maybe for the rest of their life. So that's kind of the mentality someone needs to have when they're looking at something like a reverse mortgage. Um, it's more about once they've established, I, I plan to stay in their house long term. It's more about cash flow and liquidity uh, than it is what is the lowest rate I can get or what is the cost. I think it becomes more important to them is how much money can I have because I plan to stay here long term and I want to make sure I make it to the end. You know, I want to make it to 100 years old and not worry about having enough money. I think you really bring up some great points there um, in that really, you know, a reverse mortgage is not for everyone, um, as, as you mentioned, but it, it it's tailored to that conversation that you have and the answers that they that provide you, right? The, yeah. the more that they 
tell you the more that you can um, you know make sure that this is the right product for them. So we talked about a lot of pros. Um, what are some cons then that you can think of trying to you know play devil's advocate here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, con would be maybe your heirs aren't going to have as much money in the end uh, from their home equity if you're allowing your loan to grow over time, right? Uh, but on the other hand, your heirs have not have your children have not had to pull money out of their pocket to fund you, and it's and it's a bit um, complicated and almost embarrassing sometimes when you have to go to your kids and say, "Hey, can you can you give me some money because I need to pay for this or that." Or sustain yeah, that can be really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Um, I would say it's not a short-term sort of loan, as I mentioned before, because there are some costs involved. And because of all the benefits you get, the costs are going to be more expensive than a traditional mortgage. I don't want to go into all the details, but when I sit down with somebody, I, I will itemize everything for them. So um, because of the cost, I would say you want to stay there long-term because the longer you're there, kind of the more benefit you get, even though there's more costs up front, you kind of amortize that over time and it it becomes more palatable, right? Um, I think those are the biggest things. Maybe the interest rate's gonna be slightly higher than a traditional mortgage, but your goal with the reverse, again, is different. It's about cash flow and liquidity. It's not about paying your mortgage off. So that's the biggest shift for a lot of folks when they go into this is they have to remember um, this is about giving you money to stay in your house long-term and really improve your life and take away a lot of that stress that you have thinking about, am I going to have enough, right? And it's not about building this asset so that I can have this, um, what is it, house rich and cash poor thing going. To me, that doesn't yeah, mean that. On paper, it means a lot. But the sure. reality is I need to pay for uh, my car that broke down or I need to pay my revolving debt off because it's killing me. The interest rates on those are way too high in comparison to something like a reverse. So, you know, why, why not instead get a reverse mortgage, which is safe, proven, don't have to make payments. And um, it's just a smart way of utilizing your, your um, home in a way that just like any other investment, you have your 401k, your IRA, your uh, stock portfolio, you have your savings account. Why not use your home equity in that same way? just as an additional financial resource. So it has to, you just open up your mind to something like this and your, and your whole financial outlook could be changed. Sure. And, you know, since we're right on the cusp of 2023 here, you know, we have uh, inflation, we have the looming recession going on. Yeah. The feds keep bumping up the interest rates. What do you what do you see in the next couple of years that will make reverse mortgage an even greater tool to use? Yeah, I, what I like about the reverse is um, is that even with higher interest rates, you can qualify uh, for the reverse. Um, and one unique feature I didn't mention earlier is that you can get a line of credit. So the reverse can either be monthly payments, it could be a lump sum, or it could be a line of credit. Line of credit is the most popular uh, way of getting the money. And the nice thing is that that line of credit can never be reduced, frozen, or canceled. So a bank uh, line of credit, a HELOC, the bank could go in and say, oh, yeah. oh we have a declining, right? We have a declining yep. real estate market. 
we're going to freeze your line of credit because this is a risk exactly. for us. Now, what HUD has said is that we're always going to have this available to our uh, our borrowers, our clients. And so they can never freeze it. They can never reduce it or cancel it anytime in the future. This is huge because you'll always have money and you might start off with less when interest rates are higher on a reverse, but over time it's going to grow and keep on growing the part that you don't use and it'll always be available to you. Okay. So, yeah, those, so that's those, what's unique are... about reverse versus conventional that I think this is actually a, an excellent time because you figure if interest rates are higher, your growth rate is going to be higher too. So it's kind of a unique, perfect situation where maybe you start off with less money, uh, but if you just leave that line of credit in place and you leave it alone, it, it's going to grow that much faster just because of the higher interest rates. Yeah, and, and that's why I brought that up is because 2023, I mean, even this year alone, there's there's been so many things where, you know, strategies in the past um, have always worked tra traditional strategies. And then this year, you know, yeah. so many things are just kind of out of whack. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's so many factors to it. Um, and I, I really feel that, you know, in in the future, next couple of years, people do have to open their eyes to uh, different possibilities, different products and services out there. So for the other the other business owners who uh, are listening to the show, other entrepreneurs, who do you think would meet, uh, would make a great partner um, because they already work with their clients, they know their needs, and now they're being educated on reverse mortgages. So who, who are some of the who, who are some of the partners that you typically work with? Yeah, thanks for asking that, Brian. Um, great. Yeah, it, it does sound like it's versatile enough to be able to work with many different industries, um, especially for those who are servicing or serving older clients as well. Right. Russell, I want to thank you for all the information you've given us today <laughs> on this show. Lots of great nuggets. Um, I really liked how you, you pointed out some of the unique features of reverse mortgages. Mm -hmm. um, if any of those stood out to you, folks who are, who are listening, please feel free to reach out to Russell. Um, where can people find you, Russell? Uh, well, my phone number is area code 510-305-9476. And then um, my website, you can just type in russelldoy.com. And then my email address is rdoi at mutualmortgage.com. So any of those ways, and you can get a hold of me. Awesome. And are you on any uh, social media? Uh, you can type in uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, you can type in Russell Doy reverse mortgage and it'll pop up. That'll be the easiest way. Okay. And are you on any um, other social platforms? Do you do, do dances on TikTok? Or are you on YouTube <laughs> or anything like that as well? Uh, not yet. But you're inspiring me now. I, I think <laughs> I'll look into that. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thanks again for being on the show. Really appreciate your time uh, today. And if you like this episode and want to hear more topics and subjects like this, please like, subscribe, drop a comment, or you can even send a voice message as well. And we will see you on the next episode.